Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 5, Karma Sanyasa Yoga, Yoga of True Renunciation. So the chapter opens with Arjuna's question, which one is better? You had been praising Sanyasa, at the same time you are asking me to engage in action. Bhagavan said both are reaching the same goal, whether you start with Karma Yoga or a Sanyasa it will take you to the goal which you are striving all your life. That is, finding a permanent bliss. Right now it seems my life is filled with agitations and unhappiness. No matter how hard I try, I can't get out of agitations. Even when I think I'm doing something with good intentions, it creates agitations. As the Rolling Stones say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. We do think we are doing it with good intentions. We end up in a very uneasy situation. So how do I get out of it? One side, I think, if I continue working harder and harder, I'll get to the point where there will be bliss. That's our retirement plan, isn't it? I want to work hard and work hard so I can get to a blissful retirement. Or say, I'm so tired of this agitations and and unhappiness. I should give up everything and not get involved in anything. That's typically what we go through in our life at various stages of our life. And that's basically Arjuna's question is, and Bhagavan said, no. Intelligently engaging yourself in both, either in karma or renouncing karma, will get you the same goal. So both are good. However, for you, karma yoga is clearly better. You are not at a state to renounce actions. As Swamiji says, I can only renounce something which I have. I can renounce since I have given up Hanover County. I don't own Hanover County. I can't renounce Hanover County. Or I give Hanover County in donation to Chinmaya Mission. It can't happen. I have to have something to renounce. So if I have worked very hard in the field of my actions, then only I can retire from actions. If I never engage myself into actions, there's nothing to retire from. The man who never worked in his life, he can retire. If you're not working Monday through Friday, there is no weekend. All seven days are weekend for you. So Bhagavan said, first thing is you have to engage yourself in actions, karma yoga. You start with karma yoga. Apply yourself into actions. And you start out your actions in your life with, first with desire-prompted actions. I want to achieve this, I want to accomplish this, I want to get this, and that will get me to happiness. 
Then he realized that that's not getting me anywhere. Then started desireless actions. Bill Gates obviously started off with a lot of desires. Build the biggest company, want to put PC on every home, and build the largest company. And he did whatever it took to make the Microsoft the biggest company. But now what he is doing is desireless actions. He is giving up all the money he has earned. He is engaging himself actively into his foundation to better the people's life. So I start out to get that happiness through my desire-prompted actions and then graduate from desire-prompted actions to desireless actions. From this desireless action, only I can graduate to the agency-less, selfless action. So the selfish action, then selfless actions is a journey. And for that, a karma yoga is a means to achieve that. So Bhagavan said that only the people who do not understand this journey, they will think the karma yoga is different than sannyasa. Sankhya or gnana yoga is different than karma yoga. But one who establishes one will get the result of both. Once I establish myself in karma yoga, my mind and intellect will purify and achieve that bliss. So is when I realize that I am not this limited being. I am not the doer. Then I will achieve the same bliss. So, yat sankhe prapyate sthanam tad yoge api gamyate Whatever is received by the knowledge that I am not this limited being is also be achieved by performing karma yoga. So the one who sees that this is the same path leading to the same goal, ya pasyati sa pasyati, such a person realizes what the true destination is, what is the true journey is. Sanyasastu mahabaho dukham aptam ayogataha. But if I start renouncing things before achieving things, it's very painful. I haven't even gained anything. How can I renounce anything? So first I have to make myself worthy of giving up. If I start giving up without achieving anything, I want to make a donation of a million dollars, but I have only $100,000 in my bank. It's not possible. You're going to give me more pain. If I achieve a level, well, I can start giving up. Bill Gates could not have given up his money before Microsoft was built, right? So for one who wants to renounce before achieving anything, it's very painful. Therefore, don't start thinking about giving up actions before you accomplish actions. Yoga yukta munihi brahma na achirena digachade. But once you establish yourself in the yoga, karma yoga, which is selfless action, niskama karma. From a desire-prompted action, when I establish myself on desireless actions, it is very easy to give up after that. Then sannyasa comes very naturally to us. So therefore, in our four varnashram, you start with the brahmacharya, which is the life of a student, then a grihasthasram, you have to engage yourself in the activity, achieve things, produce things, do whatever it is to support the society, your family, community. Then vanaprastham, gradually, retreat from all activity. Not suddenly, but gradually. Start giving up the powers to your juniors, your sons, your 
underlings, whoever you consider. And Dhyana Sanyasa, you already taken yourself out of this action to a point where it's very easy to exit out of these actions. So you see, once you establish yourself in that desireless actions, it is very easy to achieve that peace which you are looking for. Yoga Yukto Visuddhatma Vijitatma Jitendriyaha Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma Kurvan Api Na Lipyate Once I have established myself in desireless action that, and I want to take sannyasa, that sannyasa does not mean that I will not be acting in this world outside. I'll be working in the world, but now the actions don't bind me. And why that is, he said, Yoga Yukta, once who has established himself in the Karma Yoga, in the art of action, when I was learning music, obviously it's so painful to do the Saragama, you know, Sargam. Once you establish in that, it's very easy. So once you master anything, it's very easy to perform that action. So to perform these actions in a right way, Bhagavan said is without desire. You perform the same action without desires. Right now it is very difficult for me because everything is prompted by my desire. I want to achieve this. So all this is creating agitations. Once I'm out of agitations, then it is very easy for me to give up. So these are the qualifications. Yoga Yuktaha, once we established in how to perform actions. Visuddha Atma. Visuddha Atma, your internal instrument is purified. Mind and intellect is now purified, so it sees things as they are. And we are not polluted by my desires. Right now the reality is colored by my desire. If the market is going up, we are all very happy. And the interest rates are at zero level, great for a businessman. But ask the guy who is retired and he is relying on that investment income. He is suffering with a zero percent interest rate for so long. So a person who is surviving on the investment income, for him zero percent interest is a disaster. For a person who is borrowing money to leverage his business, that's great. There's never a better time in this country in the last few years. So it's all colored by my desire. But the one who is not involved in both, he sees that as a normal occurring. This is how the world works. And there's nothing to rejoice or regret about it. Vijitatma, who has a control over his self, in this case is ego who has a control over his ego. He knows that these things are happening, I'm just doing my part. Jit Indriyaha, one who has control over the senses. Indriyas are there for purpose, and they have their own reasons to be there. And I have control over what I see, what I hear, what I touch, what I taste. I have control over it, not my senses. Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma. Now, this is the real test of a sannyasi. When he starts seeing that the self in me is the self in all beings, myself and yourself and his self or herself are not various selves. One self manifesting is me, you, he, she, it. When that reason comes, Bhagavan says, Kurvan api na lipyade. He can do whatever he wants in this world but not affected by it.
we are affected by our actions because we think i've done good that means i'm going to get something out of it i've done bad i'm going to get punished by it all these things because my desires but once i have transcended the desires kurvan api na lipyate see when two children are playing and both are your children who wins and who loses is not a problem serena williams and venus williams at one time they were both in the final wimbledon or one of them to their father what does it matter which one will his daughter is going to win guaranteed he is that is otherwise he is jumping up and down in his chair whether his daughter is going to win or not if i start seeing the myself in everything then whoever is winning or losing is all me winning and me losing therefore bhagwan always says you are not suffering i am suffering with you when i suffer he suffers at the same time you know therefore in the puranas they say that somebody did this or bhagwan had the pain it's kind of symbolic but if i pervade everywhere in my dream even the one who is suffering and one who is enjoying both are me in my dream so bhagwan said when i start seeing that kurvan api na lipyate then whatever i do is not affecting me so the following three verses say the attitude of a person who has achieved that level of accomplishment in seeing things as one how that sanyasi so is now a realized person he has seen that the one self pervades everywhere and i am no different than it his attitude will be naiva kinchit karomi iti yukta manyat tatvavit here is the qualification or the description of a self realized master tatvavit who knows in essence what the reality is all about there is no plurality as we see the perception of plurality is because i have confined myself to this limited identification i am a one person when it comes to when i identify this as me but i am just when representing a family a company when i say i am from google so i represent google the entire google pervades in me the whole power of that company i exude when i say i am from google i remember i used to work for large companies so when i go to austria or some place I'm not Neil Bar. I'm representing WZMH, one of the largest companies. When I take out my card and say I'm Neil Bar, WZMH, I'm not presenting my qualifications. I'm presenting qualifications of my company. Then I left company, started NBJ Architecture with four people. Now I have to say I am who I am. Therefore, NBJ is. <laughs> It changes your perception when you. expand your identification so one who has expanded his identification to the entire universe for him naiva kinchit karomi i am not doing anything this is all part of the whole process of this universe functioning that i am doing this pasyan srunvan prasan jigran then we are going to go through the both verses 
which basically indicates that even something which is either a voluntary action or involuntary action, he does not differentiate between them. See, in our case, we don't take great pride in breathing. Oh, boy, I'm breathing. It's only when I'm sick. I remember after my surgery, they obviously give you that breathing exercise. Then you are breathing and then that bubble in that apparatus goes high. And, oh, that's great. You're doing very well, Neil. You're doing well. So when it reaches, you have to take it to this level. And you are really feeling good that you are doing that so well. Because it was a very deliberate action of breathing. But every day, no real congratulations, Neil, thank you. You have been doing very well. Nobody congratulates me for breathing. But other things what I do, I do take credit. But it's for a great sage who has realized that there is not, even this breathing and all the physiological functions which I don't want to do anything are no different than the work which I do outside. Even the work which I do outside are also enabled by the consciousness which is functioning through me. The Bhagwan has given me this buddhi. Therefore, I can think, you know, Gaurang Bhai, who is my immediate teacher at Chinna Mission, because I started from Houston in the Gita study groups. And he knew that I sing, because he always used me to chanting and all that. So after many years, he came to Washington, D.C., where I had moved. He heard me singing a song. He said, well, you're doing very well. He didn't realize that I had a little bit of training in between. But then the next day in the lecture, he said, well, Neil can take credit for his singing. But how can he? The voice which he has is given by God. My teacher used to say, my music teacher, this is his bansuri. He will play as he wants. You never know. So leave it to him. So he said, such a master will see. Naiva kinchit karomiti yuktaha manyat tattva vid. One who is yuktaha, who is accomplished in his actions. And he tattva vid. He knows in essence how this thing works. You know. He knows that pasyan srunvan smrusan jigran asnan gachan swapan swashan pralapan visrujan grunan unmisan api Indriyani indriyarthesu vartanta iti dharayan. All these activities which is happening, seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, eating, going, sleeping, breathing, speaking, letting go, seizing, opening eyes, closing eyes, all these things are daily activities. From the time I wake up, to time I go to sleep. And even during the deep sleep, I'm breathing all the physiological functions. I'm not aware of them while I'm in a deep sleep. Because the mind and intellect are not present at that time. But as soon as I wake up, the mind and intellect are available and therefore the ego rises with it. There is no ego in deep sleep. Einstein in a deep sleep and an idiot in a deep sleep, not really much difference between the two. Because what differentiates Einstein from that idiot is his intellect. That's not available to him in deep sleep. But as soon as he wakes up, 
what differentiates him from the other is the intellect. But that intellect comes with ego. Ego rises at the same time because the ego is very part of thinking. Thinking as the four parts. Mana, buddhi, chitta and ahankar. Ahankar is very much part. Unless I have the sense of I am the doer, I am the thinker, no thinking can take place. That is very much part of it. But great sage is aware of this, but still not getting attached to it. So the difference between when I'm in a deep sleep, I'm, I'm same as a great sage. I'm not taking any credit for my breathing or digesting. When I wake up, credit for that. Well, I'm, I'm really taking care of my health and I don't eat anything. That is not... That's because the ego is saying, I am the controller of what I eat and what I don't do and all of that. The difference is in, in deep sleep, you are completely unconscious about yourself. You are not aware of yourself. The realization is, you are very much aware of yourself and still not attached to it. Still not taking a credit for it or the doership of it. Indriyani, Indriyarthesu Vartanta, Iti Dharayan. He knows that all this is simply the senses reacting with sense objects. My business doing very well. What does that mean? My capability to design buildings in interacting with the market which requires a lot of architectural services. I was the same person with the same ability three years ago, struggling to get work. Why? There was no market there. Nobody needed architectural services. So when I'm doing well, should I take the great credit for it? Or should I give all the credit to my clients who are putting millions of dollars in building buildings? So we see that these things are just an interaction between I and the world, my ability and the markets, my senses and the sense objects. Till I had ever heard about Starbucks, there was no craving for Starbucks coffee. But now, I even have to drive five miles, I would rather stop at the Starbucks than 7-Eleven. Indriyani, Indriyarthesuvartanta iti dharayan, he does not get attached to it. Brahmani, Adhaya, Karmani. So now, we are not at that level, clearly. What do I supposed to do? He said, you do have a path to get there. When will I get there? Doesn't matter. The story about a person was meditating under a neem tree. The neem tree has so many leaves, okay. Obviously, uncountable. So the Narad Muni comes, and there's another guy also meditating next to him. Narad Muni comes to take test. So he's passing by Narayana, Narayana. Both of them say, oh, Narayana, you are very close to Narayana. Can you please find out whether we are ever going to realize Narayana? I said, no problem. I have a direct access to him. I'll go and find out. He goes, comes back. He said, did you find out? Yes, yes, I found out. The first person says, so what is the answer? He said, as many leaves are on this tree, that many lives it will take you to achieve Narayana. The guy stopped meditating, I'm done. It's a waste of time. You know. And they go to the next guy. He said, did you find out whether I'm going to achieve Narayana? I said, yeah, you will. He said, let me tell you when. He said, I don't care. I don't need to know. All I need to know is, 
am I ever going to get Narayana? And his answer is, yes, I'm good enough. He said, well, let me, no, I do not want to know. I all wanted to know whether I'm ever going to see Narayana. And he realized Narayana right there. He didn't even care. Our problem is, as soon as we know, oh, it's going to take me a long time. Said, well, let's give it up. Bhagavan said, no, no, all your job is to stay on the path. So what is the path? Brahmani Adhaya Karmani. Sangam Tyakta Karoti Yaha. So for us, the only thing available to us is continue performing your desire-prompted actions. You are not going to exhaust your desires in a zippy. You are going to take its own time. If you're now in a, some kind of anxiety, when I'm going to get rid of all my desires, it's just not going to happen. The very nature of mind is to get attached to something. So, all I have to do is get out of the anxiety. Well, desires are natural. He has created all this. Obviously, he knew what he is doing. Okay. I can see very clearly how the ego develops and how the liking develops in my little three-year-old granddaughter. I'm seeing her growing up. Everything is mine. Oh, that's mine. Dada, where is your car? It's in a garage. My car is also in garage. So I mean, she has to right away relate to what's happening. So is it something she has done? No, that's how Bhagwan designed human beings. So why should you be blaming yourself? But you should have a path to evolve. They say, Brahmani Adhaya Karmani. I'll do for my desire, but offer it to him. You made me do this. You gave me this ability, and then you gave me these desires, therefore I'm doing it. If you take one out of the two, I will not be doing it. Either you didn't give me ability, or you didn't give me this desire, I won't be doing it. So, Brahmani Adhaya Karmani. I offer all my actions to Brahman, that which enables everything in this world, including my existence. Sangam Tyaktva. And without attachment. Attachment to we have learned what? Karma Fala. What is going to come out of my actions? I shouldn't worry too much about it. I plan for it, but not worry about it. Sangam Tektva Karotiya, who does that? Lipyate Nasa Papena Padma Patram Evam Ambhasa. It's very important. He says he is not getting attached to any Papa sin. Because impressions will occur on our mind of what we do. It is the negative impression that I am worried about. Positive impression is good. It's a reinforcement. Keep doing it. More I reinforce a good impressions, I'll do it more and more. Every time somebody says, Neil, you are really doing well. well next time, so can I sing another song? <laughs> so it's positive impression is good. It's the negative one, I want to avoid it. So Bhagavan says, He will not have any negative impressions of his actions. He has already given up. He has already said, Krishna Arpanam, I did this, but I am offering it to you. Padma Patram Ibam Ambhasa. Last time we had a long discussion about the lotus leaf. Basically, a known phenomenon in India who knows lotus, the, the water falls on it, just have little droplets and roll off just like mercury. Because it does not get attached to the water. Living in water, 
sustaining itself on water but not getting attached to it basically analogy used for you and i cannot run away from this world our sustenance is in this world acting in this world is going to sustain us we just do not want to get attached to this world when in this world means what is the world is giving it to me i shouldn't get attached it will come automatically as it is ordained ordained if in a right market i make efforts i'll get work if i'm in a wrong market obviously i'm not going to get it. people who do not need architectural services and if i'm trying to sell them my services is not going to work so when i decide that i'm going to put my efforts i look at the field i decide what is right but the end i give it to him and say i did my part you do what you need to do we'll stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayah sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om